This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7... U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Friday show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Uh, coming up, Kenny Chesney. Coming up, Miranda Lambert. we got a big show today, but let's go around the room. Share with me what you have found this morning. Eddie, you go first. Guys, you know me. I love science, and I just saw an article, crazy article, that by the year 2025, we may not be able to see Saturn's rings. The rings oh that God. we know oh Saturn God. for. How many times have you guys seen them? Uh, I mean, every time you look at a picture, right? You can still look at that old picture. Yeah, the picture will still have them. Yeah, but the, the, the planet's not going to have rings anymore. That's crazy. No, no, you're just not going to be able to see them from Earth. Well, yeah, but still But nuts. I already couldn't see them from Earth. Exactly. If you get a That's telescope. like telling me, hey, you'll never in the whole history of the world be able to meet Elon Musk again. And I'd be like, well, I never met him to begin with. So I didn't really hurt that much. I, I see what you're saying. I yeah. see what you're saying. But still, if you get a telescope and you look through it, you'd see the rings today. But in 2025, no longer. Thanks, man. Really interesting. Thank you. I had no idea his were so boring until you brought it up. I mean, okay, guys, just because you think science is boring, I don't think that's science on is boring, you. But that, okay, Lunchbox, can you beat that? Oh, I can beat it. And it's from last weekend at a football game. Texas Southern University, this tuba player's playing in the band. And this guy starts. Do a better tuba than that, though. That's a Playing some song, and this guy starts heckling him. And as he's playing the tuba, Boom, boom, boom. Knocks him out cold and keeps on playing. This guy got in his face to like make fun of him, like heckle him. And the guy's like, I'm going to take it like hard crosses. There's video of this? Yeah. Oh, it's awesome, dude. And the guy takes the first shot and stands there like, wait, what? About third shot, he's he's out. He's down. Yeah, he's down. He's down on the ground. It was so freaking funny. Thought he'd pick on the tuba player. (laughs) Didn't happen. Amy, what do you have? So there's a dermatologist on TikTok that is saying, hey, guys, if you have a beard, make sure you are cleaning it every time you're in the shower or you're not taking a shower. Wash your face and clean your beard. And right now, Scuba Steve has a beard. Ray has a beard. Lunchbox kind of has a beard. Eddie sometimes has a beard. 
And there's... Some people say Caitlyn's my beard. Right. (laughs) A little different. Well, all these guys are married. And the problem is when you're kissing someone, they're getting all that bacteria. And then sometimes it can even cause a little rash on the chin. It's called infotigo. And women are dealing with it and they're having to get like prescription cream because then the bacteria is infecting the, the guy like, won't wash his beard? What? Well, if the guy, if the beard is not clean and it has the bacteria in it and then you're kissing and it kind of rubs that skin a little bit and then it's raw and then the bacteria gets in there, it's causing impetigo. A lot of ifs, I'm be honest with you. So well, every time I kiss someone, my yeah, wife, yeah. Like and she gets that red like rash on her chin. Like, that could also be from rubbing. It, that's though. that's what I always right. think. It's yeah. not every time. Or it means like Amy says, you're impotent. No, no. Uh, that's not like, what she said. Oh, that's not what she said. <laughs> when y'all take a shower, do you wash your beard with soap? Soap, yeah. Okay, good. Like like which, whatever I wash my face with, that's what I perfect do. That's that's a good tip. I Thank got you. a question. When you take a shower, do you wash your armpit hair with soap or shampoo? So so. <laughs> I don't shampoo my arm. <laughs> Is that really First of all, I shave, I shave most of my armpit hair with a Let me add to that. Yeah. Do you put conditioner on your armpit hair? No. Is, do you, you put tangled? on your regular hair? Yeah, because the regular hair, people see it. I, okay. I just, random question. Yeah, very. Okay. Thank you. Both of mine are, because I have two, but they're the same category. It's, holy crap, that's big. Okay? Oh. So when I say it, when I point at you, go, holy crap, that's big. Okay. okay? <clears throat> From Fox News. A 14-pound, 8-ounce baby. Holy, Holy crap, crap, that's, that's big. big. Was born last month in Canada. <laughs> Dude, I didn't even hear the story. Say it again because I was a too ba- focused a big, on that. A 14-pound baby. A 14-pound, 8-ounce baby was born last month. Wow. Holy crap, that's big. I didn't point, though. No, I didn't point. <laughs> oh, I thought you pointed. Yeah. That's the heaviest baby born since, like, 2012 and the heaviest wow. of the hospitals, like, 2010. But imagine that. Poor 14 mom. pounds, 8 ounces. Holy, Holy crap, crap, that's, that's big. big. Yeah. Poor mom. Yeah, I mean, she had to give birth to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was fifty-five centimeters long. And I also think, holy about crap, big, that's big. I don't know what that means, really. <laughs> Me either. That's why I didn't point on that. But one. I also okay. think about how that how much that baby's going to take to breastfeed. That's going to be a lot. He um, was again fourteen eight. His other brothers have all been born at over thirteen pounds. Holy oh, crap, crap, that's, that's big. big. Mm-hmm. My baby was ten. Oh yeah, yeah. Our second one. That doesn't Holy really crap, sound small. big right now. It is big, but not compared. Yours to isn't it. as big as mine. No, okay. Yeah, <laughs> that's what she said. Yeah. Thank you. Well, no, that was the whole point. Amy, we didn't have oh, to really do that. Oh, Amy. A nine-foot alligator. Holy crap, that's big. Yeah, bit a woman's face in Florida. <laughs> what? Is she gonna be okay? Holy crap, that's messed up. You guys didn't even do the, the holy crap that's big except for Eddie. I pointed. A oh. nine-foot gator. Holy, holy crap, crap, that's, that's big. big. Yeah. She was snorkeling with a friend in a recreation area. No. A nine-foot gator. It's a monster. Not only is it a monster. Holy crap, crap, that's big. This nine-foot gator attacked her, bit her forehead. What the This is from Fox 35 Orlando. A photographer nearby happened to snap photos of the immediate aftermath. The alligator still lurking behind them. She is not dead. She said, I ripped the mask off. I turned to see two little eyes sticking out of the water. She said a nine-foot gator came out of nowhere. Hmm. Her friend Shane said he heard a rush of water, saw the gator, and he turned around, but he couldn't even react because it happened so fast. She said it didn't hurt that bad in the moment. And then when she got back and she saw the punctures on her head and she didn't die. But if a nine-foot gator gets you, most times you're probably going to die. Yeah. But that's a big gator. Holy, Holy crap, crap, that's, that's big. big. There you go. Wow. Yeah, Eddie, your story is by far the worst of this. Uh, you guys just don't like science. It's okay. I do like science. Doesn't sound like it. Because I gave you a good science story there. I wouldn't say it's good. I wouldn't say it's good at all. 
Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. My boyfriend and I have been together for three years. We're planning to get married. However, my parents don't approve the relationship due to cultural differences. They want me to end things and find someone more suitable. My boyfriend is kind, loving, and we're great together. I don't want to lose him, but I don't want to be estranged from my family either. I'm torn. I don't know how to navigate this situation. How can I stand up for my boyfriend without ruining my relationship with my family? Signed, daughter in distress. Okay. Here's the easy answer here. If you end up ending a relationship because of something that your parents believe in, not you, you want this relationship with your parents, but you're going to resent them. If not now, you're going to resent them big time later. And later, it's going to be even worse than it would be now. This is one of those situations when you are a young adult where you have to figure out who you are. And sometimes it's uncomfortable to be who you are because what's comfortable is the same. And the same is not always the right answer. I don't know what the cultures are. I don't know what the differences are. No idea what that is. All I'm saying is just because your parents want it, first I would ask them why. And if it is just a culture thing, then okay, it's... That's not for that's not for me. It's not for you. You're gonna be so upset at them years later. If it's like they know he's a bank robber or something, mm-hmm. different. That's different. But I would just let them state their peace. If they're old, old people have older thoughts that are wrong. But they'll die soon. Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> wow. 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 And then I mean, we can move on. Everybody be happy. No chance you should break up with anybody friendship, relationship, because the cultural difference is if you don't want to break it up because somebody else wants you to do it. You just shouldn't. If it's on your heart and you, that's on you, but don't do it because somebody else wants you to do it. There's just, don't, don't do it. No, that's sacrificing your own happiness to please others. You will resent your parents so much. <sighs> but that's good because I'm wondering what the answer would be to that question. Yeah, because Why? I, uh, why? Yeah, why not? And let's see how honest they're about to be. Yeah. No, be for real. That's what I say. Be for real. <laughs> mm? And then when they're not for real and they don't have a good answer, okay, I choose not to take your advice. But if it's something like, yeah, he killed three people, we know that, and we just want you to not be with them, that you should listen to. Mm-hmm. But then you follow up and yeah. prove it. But if it's culture, yeah. I feel like even there's like culture, I'm thinking back to like in college, one of my boyfriends was Catholic. And I don't know so much. I mean, my dad definitely didn't care about that. Oh listen, wait for it. I know. Wait for I know. It. It's, it's weird to think about now, but it's just the type of you know, it's church that I was in. That I've was, said nothing. I'm just looking at Amy. <laughs> I know. All I was going to say like was, a, within the Christian community, it's not really that culture. No, no, no. But, but it is, I know, it is, but it's though, fundamentalist like, type I where I was. And so... I, I, my mom so much didn't care. I know my dad didn't, but I know there was whispers at church like, oh, Amy's dating a Catholic. You need to be praying for her. Maybe she could bring him to church. And we can, you know, like it was a thing where I thought... And so then I started to think... You know, and then I I went to mass with him, and I felt like am I not supposed to be here? Which FYI, if you go to mass and you're not technically Catholic, don't go do communion. Yeah, you're not allowed to. do Yeah, that. I did that. Um, did <laughs> what about if it would have been like a Jehovah's Witness or LDS? Oh, that or... would have been far. That would have probably been worse. Like uh-huh. I I get it, but I mean I'm just saying. Yeah, you think you look in the Christian faith, and it's like 
the culture things can be broken down and broken down and broken down and there's all these little tiny compartments or for that matter he's, some people he's Baptist not Southern Baptist right right or, <laughs> so you broke up with him because or, they didn't like him no, no I didn't uh, uh, no he broke up with me Bubba Stray but no. Oh, that'd be cool. But another example of this might be, you know, you bring somebody home and they're not part of the political party that your family is in. It's like, oh, they, you know. Don't do anything for your family. Right. If you it's can't. just for your family. You have to do it for yourself. Yes, thank you. You only, you only get this one life. That's right. You only oh, get yeah, one yeah, shot. One shot. Might, one <laughs> opportunity. Yes, mom's, mom's spaghetti. <laughs> My sweater already. All right, close the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. It's almost time for Fun Fact Friday, and I got music fun facts. I'm going to give you one pre. We're pre-gaming, as your kids would say. I like that. The Village People, what's their most famous song, Amy? YMCA. Correct. So they go on American Bandstand. They don't have the hand movements as part of their act. The crowd starts to do YMCA as they're singing it. So they're like, oh, that's cool. Let's put it in the song. So then they, then they yeah, the crowd's... The village people never plan to do the arms. How do people just think of that? I don't like know. That quickly. I don't know. Just say YMCA. Wow. Oh, yeah. It's and- natural. I threw my hands. I didn't even mean to. Yeah. How about that one? That's cool. That's pretty fun, right? Mm-hmm. That's what this next segment's all about. Let's go. Fun Fact Friday. Amy, you're first. You're about one centimeter taller in the morning when you first get up than when you go to bed. Gravity? Yeah, well, it's because during the day, the soft cartilage between your bones gets squashed and compressed, I assume, from, yeah, gravity. gravity. Dang. So next, you should next, measure dri- yourself. Next time I go get a driver's license, I should stay in bed the whole yes, time and lay down yes. until it's time to get up and be like, they're 6'2". Go early in the day, yeah. Yes. Lunchbox. Pephoria is the sense of release as bladder pressure list lessens as a result of the stimulation of nerve endings in the mm-hmm. urinary system as you go pee. It yeah, is you needed to say nothing else except pee I knew it exactly. Yeah. I like pee for you. Pee for you is oh, amazing. That's pee for you. Oh, God. Oh, I mean, that's automatic, right? Going, oh. oh. <laughs> Especially like when you got to run to the bathroom, like when you're holding it, holding it, holding it, and you're on a road trip, you pull over and you run. Ah! Anything on there on um, poo for you? Mm-hmm. I'll find that for next week. Okay. That, there's no really, oh, when that happens. There, yeah. Uh, if you never have yes, there is. <laughs> right, you. So 3% of the Antarctica glaciers are made of penguin pee. Wow. Yeah, because it just freeze over. Those high temperatures make urine uh, freeze, and then it turns into mold, and then that's part of the glacier. Man, you know what? That made the best one you've ever brought. Thank you, dude. No, because it's about pee, dude. Oh, I got it. And you should have sent that my way. Morgan? You know those loofahs people have in their bathrooms? By people, you mean me, yes. Yeah. yeah. If you have one, loofahs are actually vegetables. They're distant relatives of melons and squash. So before they reach maturity and become the loofah you use, Wait, they are also are edible. The, they're the sponge loofahs. I thought that was a thing that the Bed Bath & Beyond made up. Yeah. No, no, like, because my thing doesn't feel like a vegetable. You Yours can eat not. your loofah? It's got a rope in it. The kind is the rope vegetable? <laughs> hey, don't eat, don't eat the loofah. I would bet the kind what you have world? is not the vegetable. It's it's the, before they reach, when they reach maturity, they become the loofah that we know that people use on their bodies. But before that, they're edible. There's multiple stages of the vegetable. But mine's not edible. Yours is not. No. Yours is like Your, The hot pink plastic. one that you have is not edible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hmm. I was wondering, is that dragon fruit? <laughs> I'm always confused by the dragon fruit. Okay, so I have two of these. We'll start with Brown Eyed Girl by Van Morrison. Yes. You know the song? Yeah. A brown Eyed Girl. Wasn't originally the title. Do you know the original title? You're my? Uh, Uh, Chevy. Okay, do you remember Are you thinking Chevy to Levy? Yeah, because it was... Wrong song. Was it called Shalala? Lala? It was called Brown Skin Girl. Yeah, let's not do that. But he claimed he changed it absentmindedly 
he just sang it wrong. And he was like, oh, I didn't realize I sang it. Brown eyed to the brown skin girl. Brown skin girl. And that that was it. <laughs> it was not a conscious decision to change it. He had written it and was singing it. Wonder if that would have been a hit. Who knows? You'll never know. You'll never know. And the Backstreet Boys never had a number one hit. The closest they came was number two when Quit Playing With My Heart. Yeah, Quit Playing With My Heart. Got to number two in 1997. Really? Yeah. They had a lot of top fives, a lot of top tens. NSYNC did have a number one song with It's Gonna Be Me. I mean, they have so many jams and none of them were number one. That's exactly. crazy. And finally, a Swiss Army knife is called a MacGyver knife in South Korea. Oh, that's cool. Because it does a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. MacGyver. There you go. I had fun. Did you guys have fun? Yeah. A lot of fun. Fun Fact Friday. Good. Fun Fact Friday. Yay! It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Guys, I got a story. This is going to be Lunchbox in 60 years. Okay. 60? 60 years. That means he's going to be over 90. So, okay. Hope he makes it there. Yeah. So, Helen Holland is 101 years old. She's a mother of four and a grandmother of 17. A great grandmother of 54. Crazy. No way she remembers all those names, but go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So, in 1939, she was at BYU and she had to leave in 1941 due to financial concerns. So, she never graduated college. Well, after watching her granddaughter recently graduate with her master's degree, she's like, you know what? I, I kind of want to go back That's and cool. get my college degree. So, BYU. Let's just let, them, let her clap out of classes at 91. Yeah. Yep. They're working to accommodate her by organizing suitable classes since the ones on her original transcript are no longer available. Yep. Sewing, penicillin, <laughs> uh, churning butter. All those are gone. Yes. but Yeah, she loves the football game. She knows all the songs and cheers. And uh, she's the biggest BYU fan. And... She's going to graduate. She's 101 years old. That's, I like that story. I know. Super. I also like that she can just think. I mean, genetically, she's very lucky. She's probably taking care of herself to be that old, over 90 years old, 100 years old, mm-hmm. and still like, I want to go to college. Right. Or I know my great-granddaughter's name. Even that's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if she's going to have like 5 a.m. classes because, you know, older people wake up early. Right, right. A little bit early. But I think at 101, do you wake up early? I think you're just happy to wake up. <laughs> but, yeah. You open your eyes at 100 and be like, "Woo!" What I think you reserve her a parking spot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we, I, 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 she probably won't have to go in a whole lot. Probably oh, she probably won't drive if she does. I thought she may go on campus. That'd be awesome. Probably, I, maybe a little bit. Uh, we went to BYU. It's going to be our next episode of Too Much Access. It's awesome. It's there. beautiful. This football stadium's in the middle of mountains. Mm. When we went and put on all the pads and and BYU is. It's a basically a religious school, and I, I really wasn't thinking about it when I got the number sixty nine to wear. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> what you did that? I did. Yeah, I'm wearing number sixty nine because they put us in all their pads and helmets, and we run and through drills. And they ask you what number? They're do like, you what want? number do you want? I was like, I'll take sixty nine. I thought it was hilarious. Uh-huh. Okay. Hmm. What they said? They said okay. They I'm surprised they have that number available. I know. Me too, <laughs> guys. It's just a number. I know, but is it? <laughs> yeah. Is it just a number? <laughs> uh, great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on 
about being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it. You know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. All right, this is Amy and Kenny Chesney. What do you think Kenny Chesney's uh, is his biggest song, most streamed song ever is? Uh, don't blink. Now, where it gets confusing is that would be one of his longest big songs, but sometimes newer songs were bigger. Oh, h- half of my hometown? No, no, no shoes, uh, no shirt. American Kids, number one. Oh. Oh. Number two is Get Along. Oh, Get Along down the road. He's got a new song called Take Her Home, which is out today. Here's a clip of that one right here. And take her home, but fall in love. Thank the good Lord up above that he sent one down into your arms. Put a chain around your And his son goes down 2024 tour. Tickets on sale November 17th, so that's next week. So here's Amy and Kenny Chesney who has 62 multi-platinum, platinum or gold-certified singles. I don't even know what that means. I just saw it and thought I'd read it and fit it in there. Sounds awesome, though. A gold-certified single? I don't know. (laughs) It's impressive. Whatever it is. I agree. (laughs) Don't know what it is, but it's worth something. Uh, He has an advertising degree. Do you know that? No. Now I'm reading the notes they sent me. He's known for his laid-back, beach-inspired style. I knew that. He's a huge football fan and played the sport in high school. Yes. Okay. Uh... 62 multi-platinum or platinum gold singles. Yeah. Yeah. Impressive, man. I even said that one wrong, and I'm still impressed. All right, here we go. Here's Amy and Kenny Chesney. The Friday Morning Conversation with Kenny Chesney. We got a new song, Take Her Home. I like the message behind it for sure. It makes me think of that saying, um, have you heard, it's the start that stops most? The start that what? The start that stops most. Huh. So, like, it's the start that stops people because they yeah. don't want to go for it. And that's I right. feel like that's the message of 
well, take her home. Well, I can tell you when I first heard it, it, it just reminded me of these, these, these life moments that in ways connect us all, but we have to take the step, like you just said. Life brings us these moments, and we have to, in a way, like the character in this song, man up to it and move forward with it. And I don't know, I, I've, I've really felt like that I've been looking for a song like this for a while. Uh, it was um, it was not necessarily, you know, I've, I've, it's here's the thing. I look for songs that obviously that I can relate to and it's, that is my life. But I also feel like that, you know, throughout my career, I've been able to find some songs that I knew that other people could relate to also, and maybe even more so. And so I felt like that this song, Take Her Home, had the thread of that in there. And I've been looking for that for a, for a minute. Yeah, I feel like you can kind of take it for what it is, especially in the first verse. You'd be like, oh, okay, you know, guy sees yeah. a girl at the bar, gets some, you know, sends a drink over the shots or whatever. And then, um, you know, it, it goes from there, but it's so much deeper than that. Well, the way they turn the song, mm-hmm. it's just, it's it's pretty incredible. And I, I was looking for a song like this, but I didn't know where it was going to come from. And Hardy sent me this song. We were, I thought we were done. And he goes, I don't know if you're done with your record, but we wrote this two days ago. And I thought if you reminded me a little bit of There Goes My Life. And I went, well, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. But I heard it and I went, wow. I mean, like, there's not too many people sitting in a room writing these life songs anymore. And when I heard it, I just absolutely, you know, was thrilled that I get to sing this kind of song. Is there something when you hear a song like that that you look back on and you're like, oh, man, uh, you know, you regret not taking that chance or doing that thing well you that's what you hope that a song like this does you know that it's a it's a it connects with people in a way that it makes them fall in love or take a chance or you know go the extra step you know it's one thing like you said to to buy a girl a shot of patron and introduce yourself but then the next steps that where that goes it's you know i i think that well, i'm even thinking like gosh like on a i think of so many things even professionally speaking or like a song that you oh do i have passed on yeah like oh, or something that you missed out on where you're like oh man i oh, well i, I should have I, I didn't shoot my shot then <laughs> you know what i will say professionally you know i don't have a lot of regrets now of course you hear songs on the radio and and, and i went wow that was that sounds much different with them singing it you know mm-hmm. and, and i'm a true believer that songs end up where they're supposed to end up but there's been a few times where i went wow i missed that one you know that, that sounds really great and but it was it sounds great for them and i don't know if it was sounded great for me so there's a few of those moments yeah and there's moments that you that you think back especially now <laughs> in my life where you know i could have done things a little differently but i mean for the most part i'm pretty happy with where i'm at you know i mean yeah i would say but but i mean just not bad, as, not as bad. a human i mean as, as whatever you know so but i think this um this this song has a lot of those life moment lessons in them. You know that that it, the thing I love about it is that that it that it, it's just it's got a lot of commonality in it. No matter no matter who you are or where you are in your life, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think it's it's one of those songs that yeah could be uh, something that someone hears for for the first time and yeah. or, or they hear it a few times and they really take take it to heart like oh maybe I need to go for this and it could completely right. change the trajectory of their life mm-hmm. based on a song that you recorded well I'll tell you that's the thing that I love about creating yeah is you go into a room 
where you go into the studio with a song and you create something that wasn't there yesterday, you know, and now you have it. It's, it's like, you know, the, the it's like, you know, um, a secret that nobody knows in the world. You have it in your hip pocket. You created this song and you're and like this song. We're getting ready to give it to the world. Right. But that's the thing I love the most about creating is that you never know how a song or a record, how a lyric or whatever is going to touch someone. And, and everybody, every, everybody takes it a different way. And you never know how it's going to touch that person. And that's what I love about writing songs and making music. And you get on stage and you look out into your audience and you see the effect it's ha- had on them and how much they've not only, you know, listened to the music, but lived with it. And that's the thing. That's that's what's so that's what's so great about creating and writing songs. What song do you hear from fans the most, or is there a particular one that For stands me, out of like this? Yeah, over and it's over. It's changed this over the me. years. It's it's changed over the years, but I mean, uh, uh, several a long time ago, it was a song I did uh, about AA called "That's Why I'm Here," and that was a long time ago. So I still I still get these uh, AA coins at um, at, at shows. Gosh, that's special. You know, and I, of course, There Goes My Life. When, when There Goes My Life first came out, and it was before we could communicate so well with our phones, you know, we didn't have the communication that we, you know, that we have today. But at shows, I, I would see people hold up their phones back before people held up their phones. I'm going, what are they doing? But they were letting their dad hear. Mm-hmm. The girls that were in the show, they, would, they were letting their dad hear me sing that song because it was their song. And then, you know... And then, you know, the people that live on boats want to hear no shoes. Yeah, yeah you have a, a, a wide variety yeah. of fans uh, of all different yeah. walks of life. Well, you know what? I, I look out into my audience and I, I, I see a very eclectic yes. bunch of people. Um, kids of all ages now, you know, and um, it just it's, you know, that's what you hope. You know, when you come to this town as a dreamer and you got a song or two in your head and you hope that you can touch touch that group of people. And it's, yeah. it's been really special to see. And, and I think songs like, you know, Take Her Home is, is, is going to add to that that canvas some. You know, I'm proud of it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I think I think you should be. It's definitely going to be those one of those ones where I swear people are going to be like this song. This is what motivated me to, <laughs> to talk to her or yeah. go a- ask for something at work or to take that next step to do whatever or take the leap to write something. Yeah. Try something creative themselves. I or, mean, it yeah. Gets, or ask somebody out or yep. ask somebody to marry them or to quit a job and do something else that that's maybe that that might feed them more as a person or to not be with someone anymore. Yeah, not to not be with, no it's <laughs> true that, i mean give give them give them right. the courage to get out right yeah. i mean but sometimes it takes that you maybe you know need that nudge to like oh wait a second i'm not yeah. i'm i'm not living my best, best life. life. Yeah. I, I, you know, that's that, that, like, I keep going back to that, but that's the thing about music. You know, it's in the messages of these songs and why we love songs and why we gravitate towards a certain thing. What's a song not, you're not involved in it at all that has impacted you in oh. a way. I mean, you could any, any time in your oh, life. Oh, wow. That's hard because I have, 
I've got so many. It's like asking me my favorite song. You know, it's it's impossible. Um, Was there a song that maybe changed the trajectory of your life that maybe impacted well, a lot you of George Strait songs? Into- did oh. I mean? I mean, there was a lot of that. You know, when I, when I was growing up. Um, there, there was a lot of those songs that Dean Dillon wrote that George Strait recorded that I that that made me want to chase this dream in the first place. And how old were you when you knew? Well, I was a senior in high school when I kind of knew. Then I got into college and I was um, decided that I was gonna um, I was gonna play in a, in a corner. At a, at a bar at my this this bar in Johnson City, Tennessee, for tips, and that's when I knew. I didn't know how. I didn't know where this was going to take me. But that's when I knew that I loved. You know, when people that were at the bar and they turned around and listened to me, I went, "Wow, this is this is really great." And I was singing my hero songs. I was singing George Strait songs. I was singing Hank Jr. songs. I was singing Randy Travis songs. I was singing the Eagles. I was singing Tom Petty. I was singing uh, everybody. I mean, everybody. Um, so music overall impacted me. And I was always, uh, I always gravitated towards the, the men and women that made up their songs and then sang them live. I, I, I was always gravitated towards the singer-songwriters. And I didn't know the genius of Bruce Springsteen until I started doing this. You know, because living in East Tennessee, you don't hear, we didn't hear Born to Run much. Um, we heard Alabama and Kenny Rogers, right? Yeah. So we didn't hear Born and Run in East Tennessee. And so, um, but when I started, you know, writing songs and I went out and performed, th- that's when I realized the genius of him. And, and what's crazy is, is that, you, you know, you gravitate towards these people and then you get to a place in your life and the people whose song and the people whose songs really impacted you and changed the trajectory of my life is you get to a place where you become friends with these people and you know them. And yeah, do you remember the first time you met George Strait? The first time I ever met George Strait was at the BMI Awards years ago. But it was in passing, right? It was like, you know, I, I cared much more about meeting him than he did about meeting me. Yeah. <laughs> so, but then... That was the, my experience as well. Yeah. <laughs> but, but fast forward, you know, a couple a couple years I guess it was and then all of a sudden I was out on the road with him and then I got to 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 hang out with George and and got to you know get to know him and it was crazy you know and I mean yeah especially since yeah you were he was one of the reasons why you got into yeah yeah so so to be in the car with your mother and you know, driving around East Tennessee and listening to George Strait. And then all of a sudden, I'm on my, my bus is parked next to his out on one of his stadium tours. And I was the first guy on stage, you know, during the day. Right. But my bus was there. You know, it was great. And I um, was was when that happens to you, it's it's, it's such a, a surreal thing. You know, I you know, when I met Joe Walsh, it was, I was just stunned. And when I when I actually not just met Bruce Springsteen, but I was but I had a conversation with him about songwriting and and about creating and the, the live element of it and becoming friends over the years. It's just something that you don't see coming. 
Well, yeah, you, you feel that way about all those names, uh, but there's so many artists that have felt that way about you and oh. the, the impact you've made on their career. And I do, I feel like, I feel like Take Her Home is going to, you know, steer some people in certain directions and, you know, it's going to come up and question one day with them like, oh, why are you here? How did you do this? What is, what is this decision? And they're going to say, oh, it's this Kenny Chesney song I heard. Take her home. Uh, well, Isn't that cool to think about? It's very cool to think about. Yeah. But, you know, you don't think about those things in the moment. You know, I mean, you, we, we spend a lot of time recording these songs and wishing them up the charts and and um, working really hard on the road. And, you know, I, I've been guilty of this, of sometimes forgetting that, you know what, people are actually listening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know they're I mean? paying attention. Yeah, they're listening. It's yeah, meaning they're something to them. They're living their life them. with this music. And, you know, we are in the, in the middle of it and, you know, doing what we do. But people are actually listening. And that's what makes it great. Yeah. Well, and we're thankful for the creatives that give it to us. Because yeah. music can be so healing. I'll, I'll close with that. Um, I have no idea the scientific evidence behind this, but... I did read today that if you're in any sort of pain, listening to your favorite song, they did this whole study and they were like inflicting pain on people, I guess. And when they would play their favorite song, the pain didn't feel as bad. Wow. Yeah. So, and they said, they said music in general helped with the pain, but when it was a, their, their favorite, the pain wasn't as bad. Cause it's usually sometimes associated with a positive memory. Yeah. That's right. Probably why. So that's that's the power of music. That's why we all love music. Yeah. You know? And so thank you for giving us all that you do. <laughs> well, thank you very much. <laughs> Here's Manic Mays from Clarksville, Tennessee. I am nine. I was wondering if I should get my ears pierced now or when I'm 10. Should I get one ear or both ears? Also, lunchbox is the best. We think that's a boy. Is it? Because it's a one ear or two. Right. That's why I say one ear or two. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a good and the name's Manic Maze. Wait till you're 10, kid. Yeah. Ends the year when all the adult decisions kick in. 10? Yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. I don't know if it's easy to say. Wait, wait till 10, kid. Uh, all right, here's uh, another one. Hey, I've got a joke for Amy. What do you call a spider with 10 eyes? Spider. That's good. Can I do that one? That's pretty funny. It was kind of already done. No, no, but I mean, not at the morning corny time. (laughs) No, but we do respect that one. That's a good one. Uh, Here's Heather from Cincinnati. I am coming to the Louisville show. Heard you say that the Louisville show still had tickets available and that you thought it was on the 15th. So I just wanted to make sure you knew it's on Friday the 17th, just so we both show up on the same day because I have a little bit of a drive to get there. Um, I'm super excited about the show. My daughter bought me tickets as a surprise because she knows how much I love the show. And to yet the show. Thanks. On the 17th. On the 17th. Well, the 15th, I'm in Austin. Maybe there was a mix-up, either yeah. from me or from her ears. Maybe from me, probably from me. Interesting. I've never heard a fan remind the artist that yeah. the date of the show. Well, the 15th, I have a charity show in Austin. The 17th is my final comedically inspiration show in Louisville. That's that. Got it. Tickets to both, bobbybones.com. They just released extra tickets to both of them if you guys want to come. Thank you for that, though, Heather. I'll put that on my calendar. <laughs> <laughs> 
Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Cinemark Theaters has partnered with DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats, and what they're doing is they'll deliver. Can you imagine watching a movie and the delivery guy comes in? <laughs> Mark! <laughs> is there a oh Mark goodness. in here? No, no. Yeah, the Oppenheimer, no, 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 no. like a bomb's about to go. Sean! <laughs> no, it's the opposite <laughs> of that. It's that you can have, like, movie theater popcorn delivered to your house. Oh, that's lame. Like, they'll go pick it up. I mean, it's, it's a fun little uh, promotion thing. That's lame. Just popcorn? Well, you can get whatever you want, but I can't imagine buying no, $10. Hot dogs for 10 days. And you can get Sour Patch Kids from the store. I kind of like my idea better now. Of yeah, like, I do. Okay, Mark. is that Jessica here? You got your nachos? And the movie stops? Yeah. <laughs> okay. You might be hearing songs when you're shopping right now, like Jingle Bells or Jingle Bell Rock or any kind of Christmas stuff. And stores are doing that right now on purpose because... They want you to feel positive and nostalgic and get in the spirit and ultimately spend, spend more money. money. Yeah. <laughs> I felt that. That's literally Season what's happening. Spending. Yeah. Going so in debt. Pay attention when you're shopping. If you're getting a little too happy and a little too spendy, you might need to just take a break. I pause. tell myself that sometimes. My dad <laughs> used to get his wallet out and be like, it's beginning to look. Oh, cool. no. <laughs> he would sing it sadly. Yeah, his wallet was That's empty. hilarious. <laughs> that is it's funny. beginning to... <laughs> Your dad is funny. Mm, uh, Which, speaking of shopping in stores, I saw a list of places that are going to be closed on Thanksgiving that used to be open, like Walmart, Target, Best Buy, Macy's. It's all the backlash from people going, let people have off. And I used to be the person that worked on those days, and I would be like, no, 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 we'd get double and a half. Now, some people do have to work, but it was the greatest time to work. It'd be annoying, but you would get double and a half. Time and a half? Yeah. Yeah. So you're talking about... Double and a half or time and a half? Double and a half. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. That's extra. What is that? That's Two, extra, extra. No, that's that's time, time, and half. Wow. Yeah. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's a holiday, bro. That's good money. Like time and a half maybe for like, if you're working. Overtime. Overtime. Okay. Double and a half on, it was awesome. I got double and a half at the radio station on Christmas Day. Wow. Christmas Day. And I was like, this was amazing. So anyway, I hear you. I'm glad. But I wish there could be a volunteer, volunteer list of like people who wanted to work on the holidays. <laughs> yeah, but if you only get like five people and you got a whole target, hey, that's, exactly. that's rock, baby. All right. Uh, I have a list of outdated tech that we're still using or outdated things that we still like, and we're okay with it. Postal service. <laughs> well, yeah, that's that's on there. Yeah, watches, no. a notepad and pen, a calculator with buttons. I would say watches that do not count. I watch on watches are jewelry for guys. For the most part. You don't look at it to get the time? Occasionally, but I have my phone. But if you wear a watch, for the most part, it's, it's a jewelry piece more than it is yeah. a time. Because everybody has phone on their on their phone. A time on their time phone. On their phone, phone yeah. Or sometimes you have time and time and a half on your phone. <laughs> Double. Double but, time. And some people do wear a watch uh, old school to see time. But I wear a watch. A lot of people that I know that are under 55 that wear a watch do it because it's the one way for a guy to wear something. Mm. And I'm yeah. a watch guy now, so. The final things that made that list, uh, paper maps and a radio. Paper maps? Who uses paper maps? Oh, my, my father-in-law does. Really? <laughs> yeah, all the time. Every time we're going, like, you know how to get to the airport? He busts out the map. I'm like, I got it. Even old school radios where you have to, like, tune. That's, who, who has those? Yeah. I mean, everything's digital now. Like I have one, but it's an antique. Like, it's it looks cool. So Yeah, I have one, too. Oh, an antique one. I found it at, a, like, a thrift store and I got it just because and it I, works Amy radio I don't know yet it's so cute though <laughs> I'm Amy that's my file that was Amy's pile of stories as everybody knows 
Seasons come, seasons go. But for some reason, fall always seems to be just a little too short. And with winter always rolling in super fast and lasting for what feels like forever, especially where we live, and you too probably, what it really means is it's time to refresh your winter wardrobe. And are you the type of person that loves to stand out and be a bit different with bold and bright colors? Well, Macy's has everything from royal blue coats to green handbags and highly colorful favorites. Or, you know, maybe you're feeling a little more low-key this season. You can check out their warm winter neutrals like muted dresses and sweaters. For all the inspiration and must-haves that you need right this second, go to Macy's.com slash style. And don't forget, if you need a little help finding your style footprint, pair up with a personal stylist. It really doesn't matter what type of event you're shopping for, whether it's a company holiday party or a friend, family get-together, gift exchange. They're going to help you put everything together either in-store or from the comfort of your own home. It's totally free. Go to Macy's.com slash personal stylist to book your appointment today. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Last week, Officer Dow Turrentine pulled someone over in Rome, Georgia, walks up to the car and says, do you know why I pulled you over? And all of a sudden he hears, boom! And he looks up and there's a crash at the intersection right up the road. And he takes off running. Hoo, 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 hoo. And there's an SUV with a mom and a kid in it. Smoke coming from it. He's like, uh-oh. Pulls out his baton. Boom! Boom! Psh! Breaks the back glass. Climbs in. Pulls out his knife. Dang. Cuts the airbag. Pulls the kid out of the car. And that's when good Samaritans come and pull the mom out of the car. Then it goes up in flames. Wow, right on time. Right on time. Maybe not right on time, but that's geez. police officers have to run toward danger. It's amazing. We have firefighters, yeah, yeah. military. Doctors. They run toward as I'm I see danger, I go the opposite way. Yeah. They run toward <laughs> it to save people. And then also I think about the car that he pulled over. Do they just drive off? Right. I was thinking about that too. Like they're like Because he pulled someone over and he as said As long as you whistle and look around, like <laughs> slowly drive off. Yeah. Lungs not like, eh. like. Do you know why I pulled you over? Or you go Doesn't like matter. this? Should I stay? Like, <laughs> real, real quiet, real quiet. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Officer, I should probably stay, right? Stay. If you want me to stay here and get this ticket, please stay acknowledge something. it. No, okay, I'll be going. <laughs> yeah. Uh, good, good deal that those people live. That's great. Thank you. Uh, that's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. 
Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Hey, coming up in a few minutes, Miranda Lambert here on the show. It's her birthday. We'll talk to her. It'll be fun. But now let's go to the morning corny. The morning corny. Why did the farmer have to separate the chicken and the turkey? Why? He sensed foul play. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) That was the morning corny. Speaking of animals, you saw a deer in the road, which, okay, it sucks to see a deer get run over, but Amy saw a deer, it's... Its head was chopped off. Yes. Have you all oh. seen it? It is. Wait, see that one? Why, why do we see it? Yeah, because we all pass it on the highway. I know that y'all drive past it on the way here. I didn't see a, a okay. headless deer. No. Well, it's it's still there. I saw it again. And so it got hit by something, obviously. And then it was taken to the side of the road, like hit by a car. And it went to the little median area. I don't know. Died there. And its head is severed completely, perfectly off. Mm-hmm. So it must have been like a buck. Yeah, and my cousins I, used to do that. Somebody's claiming I to kill I think yeah. that someone severed the head and is going to mount it or something. Your cousins actually did that? Cousins, uncles, no, yeah. No. Whenever is, they found like oh. roadkill, they would chop the head off and stuff it. This is terrible. But would they claim it? No, they would just put it in their house. Why? I mean, maybe. I, I was never there to say it. Like, yeah, wow. Yeah. So sad. I mean. What's sad? But it was well, dead It's already dead. Maybe know, they did a Halloween decoration. I would just think it was weird if I saw a deer get hit and then somebody run out of the car and start sawing <laughs> on the head. <laughs> yeah, I... Like I, that to me would be weird to yeah. actually see that happen. All of it's just disturbing to me. I know that deers get hit, deer, deer get hit on the highway and any road, but it just is sad to see it laying there, like you know, yeah, what Headless. is it, um, Godfather style or something? What? Oh, what if somebody from the mob cut the head off and put it in somebody's bed? Oh, <laughs> yes. Yes. send a message. That's yes. what happens, that's right? What happened. Yeah, that's a horse, though. The horse, yeah. Yeah, that's a horse. Well, hope you're okay. It's not traumatizing. I'm okay, but now that I told you all about it, you're going to see it. Should we all go get it off the road today? Should we cut off a leg I- and just start leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm shocked that the you know highway patrol hasn't moved it. They probably stole the head. It was yeah. them. <laughs> Guys, welcome in. Uh, Abby, who works on this show, she gets to pick any segment because she was employee of the month. And do you have a microphone? Oh, there you go. Yeah. Um, and so she picked you guys to come in. And I was like, well, that's a great idea. And I didn't even put the two together, but it also works amazingly that tomorrow is also Veterans Day. So welcome to the show, the Air Force Academy Band, Wild Blue Country. Yeah. Yes. Okay. So uh, what is your name? I'm Jeff Valentine. I don't know what to call you because it's like, do I call you like, <laughs> that's why I said, what is your right, name? Right, right. He has a name tag on <laughs> and I could have easily just called him his name tag, but do I call you like, what, what's your, what's your rank? 
So this is senior master sergeant in okay. the Air Force. It's the grade is E eight, which is different in each each uh, service. But for the Air Force, they call it senior master sergeant, and those guys are all technical sergeants. But yeah, when they ask me what my name is, that's not my name. That's just my rank. So I would just we just use our names, our actual name, like you would. Okay, master sergeant Mike or master sergeant Valentine. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, Valentine, master sergeant Valentine. Oh man. He just has so many colors on his, <laughs> you know, it's like when you see like General Schwarzkopf. I thought he was a general when he walked in. Or any, <laughs> or any or admiral, sergeant. Okay. As you can see, I'm intimidated by you guys. Very much so. They all are smiling though. Are you all musicians like by, tr like your whole life and you guys got together because you were in the Air Force? Well, the way the musicians work in the Air Force and a lot of branches is they kind of, there's not as much training so that most of the military will send people off after basic training to technical school and they'll learn how to do the job that the service wants them to do. But in the Air Force, we come in as professionals already, so we compete for these jobs against lots you of other do? people. Yeah, there's an audition like a, like a full-time orchestra where you'll see the post wow. and you'll have to send in applications with audio samples of you playing what they say and then... If they deem that good enough, they'll invite you to the live audition with everybody else who passed, and you'll have to compete round for round to see if you get the job. And then if you do, at that point, you still have to go to the recruiter and get into basic training and do the training. And then you come to work after that instead of going off to training, which they would send everyone else off to do. Oh, How is wow. this not a show? Yeah. Or we, where we, yeah. it's like, you know, with a voice or whatever, but you're training to be in the band, but also we get to know you guys uh, as enlisted and we follow you and we root. This is a show. Don't, uh -oh, the, the wheels are turning. Wait, so do you, <laughs> well, I haven't heard them yet, though. Okay. Yeah. Did y'all go, or do you have the Air Force Academy? Do you attend? You're the Air Force Academy band. Right. So the Air Force Academy, basically, we are the Air Force Academy band, which is enlisted professional musicians that are used to support the mission of the academy, and then. But we're, we're kind of dual-hatted because we wear the uniform, so we promote the Air Force. We're Air Force yeah. enlisted officers, but we're also part of the academy, so we're dual-hatted, so we promote. They're a four-year college, and they, they have college right. students who go, they're called cadets, and then they graduate, and they become lieutenants, and they're officers in the Air Force to lead the Air Force. So we support that mission, but we also, because we're Air Force musicians, this is one of the jobs in the Air Force. So if someone wants to come in, and they're good enough at their instrument, they could audition and win the job and actually do what we're doing up here. Gotcha. That's so legit. That's what I would you do. Out, so, like, do these guys lose their spot if someone comes in? <laughs> Is it every year? How often do you have to audition? Like, no, it's a little bit. So, it's oh similar God. to tenure. So, once you get the job, you you have the job. You do have to maintain that and stuff like that. But there's no. It's not likely you're going to lose that job over time unless something happens. It's possible you could get medically have medical issues that would require you because we still have to do all the same things where we're doing the PT test and running and passing the things and taking all the vaccines and everything. So if we can't do that for some reason, we could get thrown out for that. Well, Sergeant Jeff, Sergeant Valent. Master, 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 master Sergeant. sergeant. Ma sir. Senior Master Sergeant. Sir. Senior, senior, master, senior master, master Sergeant. Sir. That's all I say. <laughs> sir. Valentine, sir. <laughs> Will you introduce, so just quickly introduce everybody in the band here because there are five of you total and just kind of what their specialty is? Sure. So I'll just start closest to me. This is Technical Sergeant. All their ranks are Tech Sergeant. This is Michael Evangelista, and he's our bass player. He's fairly new. You're maybe the newest member here, right? Uh, Sergeant Evangelist, let's yeah. go. Yeah. Yes, sir. So he kicked another bass player out, obviously, because <laughs> he was in Maroon 5 before this. That's pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, our cajon player, our, our, really our drum kit player, but he's playing cajon today, is uh, is Michael Coletti. And I've deployed with Mike. He's a great guy. He's been in for a while. Are you a sergeant, too? Yeah. Sergeant Coletti, go yeah. yes. Okay. And then our lead singer here is uh, Sergeant Denver Murphy. Sergeant Murphy, get down, get down. And our lead guitarist over there playing acoustic today is uh, Bobby Wolf. Sergeant! Yes, sir. Sergeant, Sergeant Wolf? 
So you guys actually deploy? <clears throat> yes, absolutely. To entertain? Well, we do different things over there. Thank so you. there's a band, there's an Air Force band over there 24-7. So the bands just rotate. So the stateside bands will spend uh, a certain amount of time over there and then come back and swap with another band. So there's always a band over there that supports AFSINT, Air Force Central Command, and CENTCOM, the, 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 the commands over there. And so we've deployed over there. And yeah, we do some troop support, but there's also State Department things. So yeah. um, if one of the cities uh, is trying to gain favor with you know people in the community, they'll send us to the Children's Cancer Hospital. We'll play there. We'll do things in the community to let them play with us. Mm-hmm. It's it opens up a lot of doors just through music and not you know it's a it's a soft power that we love that we can do. That's They're cool. performing at the Veterans Day event tomorrow at the Opry November 11th. So um, it's awesome. The Opry's awesome anyway. But they'll be there during the Veterans Day show. Bill Anderson, John Conley, Oak Ridge Boys, uh, obviously Wild Blue Country. So well, let's hear if they got it. Come on. Everybody turn your chair the other way. If they're good, turn around. <laughs> Game show? <laughs> yeah. No, uh, Wild Blue Country, would you guys, because I heard you guys do like an armed services medley. Is that possible? Would you guys give that to us? Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, <clears throat> let's give it a little run here. So that would be like each branch has their each own branch. song in your mirror. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So we'll start with Army, and then it goes to Navy, Marines, Coast Guard, Space Force, Air Force. Do you sing the Air Force one best? <laughs> we're not well, biased. We're not biased. What we would normally do is we play. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. We play this at the end of oh. the concert so that all the veterans in the audience could actually stand up during their song, and then people see what the services they were in, and then they would sit down. The next one stand up, and it's a way to recognize them for a concert. Mm-hmm. Love that part, but Amy has a good point. I uh, also just said, husband. My my ex husband oh, was wow. went to the Air Force Academy and was in the Air Force, but and I I get he he was joint. So he was at JSOC, so joint operations. So he worked with everybody else. Let us be a part of the conversation here, secret language. She doesn't hold it against you guys. No, but (laughs) but it's like Air Force is sort of, everyone seemed to like turn their nose up and like, okay, I'm at Air Force. Because they're fancy? Yeah, they're like, it's like the best one. Well, at least. (laughs) Don't they all think they're the best one? Yes, he would say they're just jealous because we have the nicest things. (laughs) Right. Yeah. That's a tough one to answer. So, okay, I like it. Uh, I like this. I, I like the way the Air Force treats their people. Yes. Um, and so I've been in for 20 years, and I've deployed a number of times, and I've seen, and I, I just believe in the way the Air Force treats their people more. It's not about the stuff as much as it's about the, yeah. the, the this respect for people inherently instead of uh, I've seen some of the lower-ranking people in other services not be treated as well, and I'm, I'm not. Sometimes I haven't seen that as being legitimate, really. Gotcha. I think it depends who you I, ask. I like all, we like all branches, I'm just saying. We love all branches. We love, yeah. Well, you got to bring up controversy with our favorite yeah, they haven't even played yet. Here we go. This is, this is great, though. So this is what you do at the end of a show, so everybody can stand up and get the recognition they deserve. And do they only stand up when their song comes on? And do they stay standing the whole time? They don't usually stay standing, but it's also for family members because sometimes that member can't come. And so if it's a family member, we we announce the title so they know they should stand on behalf of someone who's either deployed, perhaps deceased, something like that. Love it. Here they are, Wild Blue Country with the Armed Services Medley. First to fight for the right and to build the nation's might And the army goes rolling along Proud of all we have done fighting till the battle's won And the army goes rolling along And it's high, high, hey, the army's on its way Count off the cadence loud and strong For wherever we go, you will always know That the army goes rolling along My boys, anchors away Farewell to foreign 
ocean shores we sail at break of day to our last night on shore drink to the foam until we meet once more here's wishing you a happy voyage home From the halls of Montezuma to the shores of Tripoli, we fight our country's battles in the air on land and sea. First to fight for right and freedom and to keep our honor clean. We are proud to claim the title of United States Marine. We're always ready for the call. We place our trust in thee. Through surf and shore and howling gale, high shall our purpose be. Semper Paratus is our guide, our fame and glory too. To fight, to save, or fight and die, I Coast Guard, we are for you. We're the mighty watchful eye, guardians beyond the blue, the invisible front line, war fighters brave and true, boldly reaching into space, there's no limit to our sky, standing guard both night and day, we're the space force from on high. We go into the wild blue yonder, climbing high into the sun. Here they come, zooming to meet our thunder. Adam, now give them the gun. Down we dive, spouting our flames from under. Off with one hell of a roar. We live in fame or go down in flame. Hey, nothing will stop the U.S. Air Force. That was awesome. Woo! Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. I did feel it more when they were singing the Air Force. I felt a little gusto yeah, on the Air Force, too. Yeah, but hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I smiled a little bigger. That makes sense, That's really though. good. Holy cow. Yeah. So a couple questions I have. Do you guys all live in the same place? We all live in Colorado Springs. Okay. Geographically, that's where we live. That's where the bases are that we were employed. Because like Low Cash, they live in different places now. <laughs> but they're still yeah. a band. They get together and tour. Yeah. Right. We all are from different places originally. Sure, but, but you both, you all live in, in Colorado Springs, you say? Yeah. Okay. Um, number two, do you guys charge money to go places? How do you make money and how do you raise awareness? Like, is it all awareness or what? So legally, uh, we're not allowed to charge money for anything. It all has to be free and open to the public unless we're deemed incidental. So for the Opry performers, people have to pay for tickets. Mm -hmm. But they're not paying specifically to see us. There's no real proof of that. So we're able to go do something like that. For example, the anthem at the Yankees game or something like that. We could do those things because we're incidental. So that allows us to go and put this Air Force uniform in front of people uh, on a large stage like that and get the word out through branding and through messaging, um, even though they might have to pay. So legally, we just have to be careful. We wouldn't be able to... To, to be part of something 
that was raising funding, even if we really agreed to it. So I know you guys do a lot of St. Jude stuff. I've I've followed this show for uh, over at least a decade, Thank so you. I'm a, a huge fan. Uh, I'm excited to be here. Starstruck. You cracked a smile. And pretty cool. So yes, sir. You smiled, sir. I do sometimes. Wow. And so, um, yeah, that's it's. We wouldn't be able to raise money for organ. We played St. Jude before as free concerts. Sure, but if it's using something to raise money, we even have to be careful doing something like that because it's tough to. Once one organization sees you could raise money for them, then we have to kind of raise money for everybody else. And in a way that puts uh, working musicians out of work and we can't do that. So we have to be careful, tread lightly on how we, on what we're allowed to do. It's actually difficult to play things that are free and open to the public as a professional band. It's hard to do. Did you know going into the Air Force that this was an option? Well, that's what's interesting about the band is it's similar to, uh, I don't want to say we're like doctors, but in the way we come in, we're more like doctors. So we come in already ready to do our job. So generally, because this audition, we didn't get into the Air Force prior to the audition. It's very rare to get into the Air Force and end up in the band. That's almost, it, it happens every now and then there'll be a vocalist or someone who's just such a great singer, but maybe they're a bomb loader or something and they can actually end up winning the audition because they're just so good. But in general, uh, people come in as professional musicians competing with a bunch of other professional musicians. And then when you get the job, then you go to base training and you do your thing right. and then you come into the Air Force already with the guaranteed job. So this is a wow. sought out, like you know you want to be a professional singer and this is a sought out like goal. Thing. The jobs will be posted in certain places and so for example um, in, in other bands, if there's a different band and maybe there are lower rank is in this band, there's a there's a bit of a, of, a, of a rank promotion when you come in and if you do some other bands will actually have musicians who want to come into this band. So they'll audition against civilians and everyone else to try to come here to Colorado Springs actually be part of the Academy Band. Hmm. You could not look any more Air Force, though. Sergeant Valentine. I like him. He's got his senior his, Sergeant Valentine. Senior, super senior Sergeant Master. Master. Valentine. Senior Master yeah. Sergeant. Yes. It's just like he's got everything about his, yeah. his chiseled face. Yeah, yeah. yeah but y'all have to do all the like things, like standing at attention and all the. Like, uh, what if they didn't? What if they got to break all the rules because they played music? <laughs> that would be cool. Yeah, it's like in like real life, they're just counterculture. They're, yeah, yeah, that would be cool. And salute like people when you're walking on campus and stuff, or any base, I guess. What about on campus? Like, is there, do y'all have rank to the the young cadets of like if they? Take a bite of food and and they don't chew it in do like haze, three or do you five chews. Haze them? <laughs> what in the do you guys world? haze each other? She wants to know. Well, she's asking specific, specifically about the cadets, and so like our role with the cadets is really more uh, mentorship and stuff like that. So we don't necessarily get into the weeds of, of implementing any punishments or something. We'll be involved with them through <laughs> marching band things and stuff like that. So it's real positive. No, they will it's bizarre, no, Amy. No, no, it's what a thing, earth? right? Am I wrong? That's just that bizarre. At one point in time, there was a thing where if you took too big of a bite, you had to make sure that whatever bite you put in your mouth, you could swallow it in three chews. And if you can't, then you have to do push-ups. But isn't that just like a military lore? And probably, but you're, you're just... A, I'm not aware never of heard that. that one? Okay. Well, it might be a thing, but well, I'm not aware of it. Must have been happening back in 97. Yeah. Okay. Well, well this is getting on. This is uh, something else. <laughs> Maybe it got um, elite, like, uh, yeah, hazing. Okay. Um, how about this? Um, yeah. I know you guys also, which by the way, that was awesome. By the way, it was awesome. This was super great. Love it. Could you guys do Country Roads? I heard you guys do country roads. Oh, sure. Do, do, yeah. Just, yeah. I play the whole song. Do you okay. know the whole song or do you know part of it or what? <laughs> huh? <laughs> okay, only only do the middle. I would just, I, I'm a little bit blown away at how, how, I didn't, it's not that I expected you guys to not be good, but you're so distinct as well. It's really freaking cool. So 
How about that? Can we do Country Roads? Certainly. All right, here they are. This is the Air Force Academy Band, which, by the way, tomorrow, Veterans Day, they will be performing at the Grand Ole Opry. And I hope you go, and I hope you get tickets and watch them and cheer. And um, yes, sir, yes, sir, when they finish. Because that's what, I, that's what I'm going to do. All right, here they are, Wild Blue Country. The Air Force Academy Band, Wild okay. Blue Country. Come on. I thought this would be cool. I didn't know it was going to be awesome. Holy cow. Abby, great job. Abby, I just... <laughs> Yeah, not she didn't sing. She she and you guys can't hear her, but she's the one. It was her segment that she wanted to do. This is really really cool. Um, so, do you guys play all year long, or do you like you do? So you just it's a constant. You're just constantly on the road. You're hey touring, right, Eddie? Yeah, yeah. So, so, rock stars. So I got rock a question. Stars. So sergeant master, top of the class guy, yeah. like master master Lord, sergeant, Lord, Lord, sergeant. Lord sergeant, Lord Valentine, yes. Lord Valentine. Yeah. So you're just like, are you like the band manager? No, no, he's plays steel guitar too, but we couldn't fit it in here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so just so you know. These, I, I really did. I thought he was a band manager. These nicknames are going to follow me for the rest of my life. Yes, now. they are. I just want you to know <laughs> Thank that. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I do play steel, so I'm up here just I'm like kind of like trying to sort of play along because I'm it's you know I'm used to playing. I, now that I know how large the stage is, because I saw some of the old videos, you guys were in a different location. It was a lot tighter. And so I just kind of, we've done radio tour things, and I, I generally just have a camera because we can't fit that kind of thing in there. Now that I know, so you should just have us back next year for this, and then I'll bring the steel. We'll do you that You guys way. have an invite next year for sure. Um, uh, Abby, great job. Employee of the month material here wow. for sure. And not only that, so we talk about if we did like our St. Jude Radiothon, could you guys play for that if you don't make money? We'll find a way, yes. Okay. I like what okay, I like that. And then that. when you're deployed, how What if long I secretly pay them and they your... don't know it? <laughs> and then they get kicked out because they realize there are hundreds in their bag? Yeah, all because of us. That's awesome. <laughs> yes. What a great story. Are you going to ask if I eat another apple or something? Yeah, no. Amy, let's not do how that. How long are there? You pop towels, guys, in the shower. <laughs> Yes. That was a real, I don't know. I, how long Do are you your order a code red? Yeah. Go ahead. How long are your deployments? So the the way they deploy the Air Force bands right now, it's generally about 100 days at a time. So they're wow. fairly short. What? And so. Well. That's pretty long. I mean, for, yes, in comparison to some. But that's 100 days is a long time to be away from your family. Yeah. Yeah, that's as long as they're in the Big Brother house. <laughs> Never and thought about that. And it's that exactly way. the same. Same man. deal. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, okay, Wild Blue Country, Grand Ole Opry tomorrow, uh, the Air Force Academy Band. Thank you for your service. Yes. Thank you for your time and vocals. That was super fun. Mm -hmm. And the cool thing is on the podcast, we can put up the first performance scuba because that's like hundreds of years old. Yeah, there's nothing it's on that. It's public domain. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What, what about the Space Force, though? That's not public domain, That had right? to be, like, written yesterday. <laughs> right? right? Pretty much. Pretty well, much. oddly enough, that was written by a guy who lives here in Nashville named Jamie Teachner, who was our singer prior to Denver. He was actually active duty and the singer. And then when he got out of the Air Force, he didn't stay in. He was very good friends with General John Raymond, who was the first chief of space operations. And they started talking about needing a song as the Space Force was concocted. And he ended up being the composer for the song. So when you look it up, it still says James Teacher. So he was over at the hotel last night just trying to bar some pants. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. How long ago was that song written? Uh, very recently, maybe a, a year and a half. Within the last yeah, I was I was walking around Disney World with my family getting texts from Jamie trying to figure out how to have help orchestrating it for the Air Force because it was a, it was being written at that time. It was a very neat little wow. story. I wish there was a line about aliens. We'll yeah. fight aliens. So when they see them, they'll add that line. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Little green men, little green men. <laughs> like that, yeah. that would be it. Okay, uh, Wild Blue Country, Air Force Academy Band, thank you guys so much for coming in. There they are. Nice job. It's a Bobby Bones Show interview. In case you didn't know. Well, you do probably know, but mama's broken heart. Or is it gunpowder and lead the one that goes... 
the beginning. No, that's Mama's broken heart. Miranda Lambert can talk to her in like 30 seconds. Uh, she has this big chair. Well, she's been the, the leader of Mutt Nation forever, uh, raising money for animals. She's a big animal person, but she's selling her own boots from Mutt Nation, which is cool. We'll talk about that. Also, Vegas. And then she's also started her own record label, which could be a bit sensitive to talk about, but if I'm feeling it, I'm going to go to it. Sensitive. Yeah, because it's like, I, you know, I, I was talking to her backstage at the ACMs when I was doing the whatever, the microphone, the backstage stuff live. And she just left her label and was like, Oh, yes, yes, yes. I see that. Yeah. Okay. So if I'm feeling it, I'm going to yeah. go for it. <laughs> All right. Miranda Lambert is on. Let's go. go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Miranda Lambert. All right. Not only is she on, it's her birthday. Everybody say happy birthday, Miranda. Hey, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, Miranda. Hello. Well, first, happy birthday. You're awesome. And I hope you're celebrated like the awesome person you are. How about that, guys? Yes. That's good. Well, that's sweet. Nice. i surrounded by puppy dogs. So, yes, <laughs> they're celebrating me. <laughs> that's very sweet of me to say, too. Yeah. Um, so. So, very sweet, Bobby. <laughs> I'm, I'm interested because I was seeing this, and thanks for coming on to talk about this. You, she's doing a boot sell at Casa Rosa, which is her, her bar and restaurant downtown, um, from 11 to 2. But are these your actual boot? Because it's a closet sale. Are these your boots? Yeah, it's kind of, I mean, honestly, it's, it's just pretty much like highlighting the fact that I'm a boot hoarder. <laughs> Glad you had a door there. I need to. I was like, okay, I just I could figure out a way to like let these go because I love boots so much. I have way too many pairs, and I have a boot line with Idlewind, so they just keep coming. So I was like, what if we just sell these for Mutt Nation and raise you know money for puppy dogs? That way, there's a win all around, and my closet doesn't look like an actual boot store anymore. (laughs) What size are you? Eight and a half. So are they all eight and a half, or you have like some eights and some nines? They're all eight and a half, but I was like, well, hopefully there's enough girls with size eight and a half that we can make some money for the pups tomorrow on my birthday. And you have that many to fill up the whole place? Like a really embarrassing, but, but to be fair, I do have a boot line with Idlewin. So I get a sample of every single pair made because I approve every single pair made. So yeah. no, I hear you, you but know. to be fair, yeah, you're also wildly cool. successful and famous and have great style. So you should have a bunch of boots to be fair. You don't have to feel guilty about it, you know? Thank you, Robbie. I, I appreciate that. But my husband was like, hey, how about like a one-in, one-out situation? <laughs> I was like, how about you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I feel that. And I, you would think I'd be like, I feel that because my wife – no, I'm the one that has to do that. With, with your shoes? Yeah, with my clothes. Yeah, mm. shoes especially. My wife's like, how about yeah. we – if you get a pair, you donate a pair. And by donate either to one of the places or to Eddie or my – who wears my same shoe Which size. We appreciate that very much. Yeah. Um, so are these boots like $10,000 a pair or what? Whatever you want to pay. <laughs> no, nice. they're all $100 a pair. Each boot, just $100 across the board because oh. we just want to – you know, it's a good way to, to you know, I, every birthday I, I don't I ask people, don't – I don't need a present. If you want to get me something, go donate to shelters. That's, you know, that's my vibe. We bond over that, Bobby. So, um <laughs> It's fun, you know. I'm 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 kind of sad to see him go, but it's for a good cause, so it's okay. <laughs> and people, they have to be there to get him a person. They can't buy them online, right? It's just at Casarosa, so like, I mean, it's not a bad thing. You can walk in there, have a margarita, drink about it first, and then go get you a pair of boots. But here's what you can do for Miranda's birthday, because obviously we're on all over the country. You can go to muttnation.com, and let's just say, let's say you're not able to be in Nashville, which most of our audience isn't. Uh, you can go, and I would just say, hey, for Miranda's birthday, I challenge you to donate ten bucks. If you go to muttnation.com. That would be so sweet. Yeah, nothing- or, or volunteer your time, too. I always encourage people, 
just signed up for an hour to walk dogs. You know, it improves their life so much and and they're a chance for adoption. So, yes, thank you for that, Bobby, because I, I love it. I, I love when people engage and, like, get get on the cause that means so much. I'm going to get a pair of these. Well, can you save – can you hold me back a pair of boots and then sign them so I can keep them in the studio, and I will I will pay you for them? 100%. I got you. Okay. I'll, I'll keep – I'll keep a special pair. For I have so much like like crap stuff on my desk I don't even like. I think that would be fun. And then when people will be like, hey, what are those boots? I'll say, well, Mutt Nation, it'll give me a reason to talk about it on the air too if someone brings up the boots. You know what size shoe your wife is. Eight, she's an eight and a half. Wow. So I don't, I don't, this maybe, is not about her. Maybe this you is, buy another pair. This is not about her. Two? This is about me. It's about us. It's serendipity, y'all. Yes. And muttnation.com. Hey, are you doing the, more of the Vegas residency? Yes, I'm headed back there like uh, right after Thanksgiving, and I'm there all till December the 17th um, during the NFR, which is super fun because like every cowboy and cowgirl in America is all in Vegas at one time, and it's like a sea of it looks like Texas just exploded all over Vegas. It makes me very happy. Do you when you do this show and, and it's it's in, a, in an amazing uh, Vegas theater? When you go and do a show that's not in an amazing Vegas theater, sometimes do you miss how easy the amazing Vegas theater is and was? It is just such a different world. You know, it's so, it's cushy. I mean, it's it's an amazing audience built. I mean, they're if you're in Vegas, they come there ready for fun. You know what I mean? So it just sets a different tone than, than tour sometimes. But also because there's like no such thing as too much of anything in Vegas. So we got rhinestones, fringe, fire. I mean, it's, it's over the top, but it's super. Um, it's super fun. I've I've really loved the learning to do something different since I've toured for so long. You know, I'm really I really enjoy it. Miranda Lambert is on with us, and I hope this isn't uh, too like in the weeds or inside baseball. But so, you have your own like record label imprint now, right? So that's 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 what you're doing. You're kind of branching out and doing your own thing. Is that is that true? Yeah. Well, I I went um partnered with Big Loud um and my buddy John Randall. And we partnered to start Big Loud Texas, which is like, there's such a music scene down there. I mean, that's how, Willie and Waylon and the boys, that's how long, you know, that goes back. And we know so many amazing artists that were started in Texas or or tour there or tour in that region and just haven't kind of gotten to where places they need to go yet. So John and I were like, would love to be sort of part of this flagship Big Loud Texas label to help these artists write with them or produce them or just be there for a mentor or help them find like where they need to go. And so I'm, I'm super, super excited about it. And it's, it's so fun to like, just think about, it reminds me so much of like the days where I've just started, you know, just being such a baby artist and having all the hope in the world and all the excitement and all this like new energy. So I'm excited to like feel that again and be part of it for, you know, watching these kids stars rise. Uh, congratulations! Happy birthday, and I hope you sell. You will sell every every boot. I would have sold them a hundred bucks for one. We will hold you some, I promise. No, but I'm saying <laughs> they're going to go like crazy. People are going to show up, and, and buy, what if one person wanted to buy them all? The first person in line. Is there like a limit? I don't think there's a limit. I actually don't know how many pairs there are. Hilarious. It's also embarrassing. One person buys them all. <laughs> uh, Miranda Lambert, Miranda, thank you, and I hope the the Vegas residency goes great, and can't wait to see you again. Thank you so much. All right, there Tell she later. is. Happy birthday, Miranda. Happy birthday. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. 
so the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it. But, you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. It's the easiest trivia game in the whole wide world. Easy, 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 easy trivia. Lunchbox, you're the champ. You'll go first. What holiday do we celebrate by eating turkey? Thanksgiving. Correct. Eddie, what holiday do we celebrate with Santa Claus? Christmas. Correct. Morgan, what holiday do we celebrate on January 1st? New Year's Day. Good. Amy, what holiday do we celebrate with gifts as flowers, candy, and jewelry for our sweethearts? Valentine's Day. Good. Nice. So, it's oh, you so easy. that one? Oh. So easy. Look. Lunchbox is a tiara in his hand. He don't. Put, he doesn't put it on his head. Why, hey, I don't, not, why I don't, not? I don't know how to get it to stay, man. Oh, we, we can do that. It's not hard. He wears no. it kind of like a necklace. Yeah. But that's how the champion prefers to wear it. He is the champ. So respect your champion. Oh, if you okay. miss the question, you get boned. You've been boned. So far this season, as we played a five, Eddie won, Lunchbox won, everybody else zero. Ready? Ready. The category is company logos. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. What company has golden arches as their logo? McDonald's. Correct, champ. Eddie, what giant tech company has a fruit as their logo? Apple. Correct. Morgan, what athletic footwear and apparel company has a swoosh? Nike. Correct. Amy, what big box store has a red bullseye as their logo? Target. Correct. The category is sports. Oh, it is a bullseye. What did you think it was? I just thought it was circles. I'm such an idiot. Would you have got that right? I don't know if I would (laughs) have. Thanks for the honesty. Amy, no, Lunchbox, in which sport do players use terms like love and forehand? Tennis. Correct. Eddie, what sport features slam dunk and three-pointer? Basketball. Correct. Morgan, in what sport can you find terms such as puck, power play, and hat trick? 
Hockey. Correct. Easy trivia, Amy. Home run is used in what sport? Baseball or softball. Okay, correct. <laughs> Good job, Amy. Way to use nice, both. Amy. That's our inclusive answer, and we yep, like that. Yep. The category is insects and animals. Lunchbox. What is the only species of bird that can fly backward? Do what? What is the only species of bird that can fly backward? Oh, I have no idea. Um, what bird can fly backward? What wants to back up? Take it back. Ah, we'll go with a, it's a species. So it's a name of a bird, huh? Ah, let's go with uh, Raven. Ah, correct. You've been boned. Did you guys know it? Bat. B- 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 bats. Oh, That's friends. not a bird. That's not oh, a bird. A ba- how is bat not a bird? A bat's not a bird. A bat's a mammal. That's a mammal. Oh, really? It's a hummingbird. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. They, they sure can. They go backwards? Yeah, yeah. they do. They go up a to the bat? Th- I don't know. <laughs> thank you. What the heck is okay, this? Thank you. Oh, hey, hey, a raven? Is it an airplane? Well, no, I knew it wasn't a raven. I didn't have any idea. That's true. You didn't yeah. say bat, though. Because he said a bird. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you said species. It threw us off. Yeah, man. What is the only species of bird? A bat is not a bird. Uh, that's news to me. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, what's the largest flightless bird? Flightless. <laughs> the flightless. What's the largest flightless bird? Oh. Ostrich. Correct. <gasps> oh, that's crazy. I was thinking chicken. Maybe. They do get a little flight. <laughs> the category is insects and animals. I, I didn't expect this one to be so hard. Oh, Morgan, how many arms does an octopus have? They have, mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say eight. I'm then, yeah, eight. Yeah, eight. Is that eight. your answer? Yeah, that's my answer. Octopus, octo, octo yeah. eight. Correct. <laughs> Good. Amy, what's a group of ants called? A group of ants? Huh. Well. No, she didn't say whale. Oh, like I said a whale? No, well, well. Um, a group of ants is called a blank of ants. I, just, I don't know. They live on a farm, ant farm, but a group of ants? God, I took entom- entomology in college. Why don't... A group of ants. A colony! Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Wow. <laughs> And that was a tough category. I had to go back to my senior year of Three remain. The category is Disney. Eddie. Yeah. Who is the name of the movie about when there are clownfish searching for their son? That's Finding Nemo. Correct. Morgan, what's the name of the movie about a young woman who disguises herself as a man to take her father's place in the army? Mulan. Correct. Whoa. Amy, what's the name of the movie about a man raised by gorillas in the jungle? Uh... Categories Disney movies. What's the name of the movie about a man raised by gorillas in the jungle? Tarzan. Correct. Yes. That or it was Jungle Boy. Jungle Boy? Jungle, jungle Book. Book. Never heard of Jungle Boy. <laughs> jungle Boy was wrong in all work, always. That's the yes. one you watch after night. Yes. <laughs> after night? Okay. Everybody's just like patching words together and hoping late, for the best. Late night. Yeah, yeah, the human dark. body. Thank you. Eddie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys are. Okay. Uh, what part of the human body is responsible for filtering waste from the blood? 
What part of the human body is responsible for filtering waste from the blood? Do you know this, Amy? No. Morgan does. I think I do. Hold on. The heart pumps the blood. The waste. Kidney. Blood. Liver. What part of the human body is responsible for filtering waste from the blood? Liver and kidneys are both filters. I think kidneys urine. And liver is to the blood. Let's go with liver. It's kidney. Ooh, that's You've tough. been boned. God. Because, yeah. It was your first instinct, too. Are you sure? Okay, moving on. You want to give him a card? He, if he goes anymore, he'll get a card. Oh, that was, okay. Bye! <laughs> That's a... Not gonna say anything. Good. I'm good. I'm over here. Hey, Morgan, what do you call the colored part of the eye? The iris. Correct. That's good. That was a song. What's the name of the system responsible for protecting the body from foreign substances and pathogens? <laughs> <laughs> the what? What's the name of the system responsible for protecting the body from foreign substances and pathogens? <laughs> what system? The immune system. Correct. Wow. Okay. Dang. Science class. <laughs> you just say that. Dang. Okay. You, want break? you want a break? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We need sure. a break. I need a breather. Easy trivia. The category is history. Only Morgan and Amy remain. In the category of history, what caused the Titanic to sink? Morgan. That would be an iceberg. Correct. Amy, what country attacked the U.S. on Pearl Harbor? Um, Japan. Correct. Did you guys know that one? Yeah. 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 Morgan, in the category of history, what country, where did the Olympic Games originate? Oh, come on. At the Coliseum, the room. Where did the Olympic Games originate? Like the country or the place or the city? Yeah, the country's good. Because I feel like it yeah, originated. It. It's what country? Okay. Uh. <laughs> Rome, Italy? Mm. Athens, Greece. <laughs> I, we gotta take Italy. <laughs> You've been booed. Oh Is it Athens? It's Greece. Dang it. I realized it after. Amy, <sighs> if you get this, you win. Okay. If you miss it, we go to sudden death. Amy, what building is on the back of the $20 bill? Whoa. What building? Mm-hmm. What building? Mm-hmm. Amy, you should protest. Say, I only carry hundreds. What building? <laughs> White House. Is that your answer? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Winner. Let's go. Here she is. Play with it. My fault that I'm out here getting loose. Gotta blame it on the goose. Gotta nice blame it on my juice. You guys all have your little styles, like kind of trying to cheat, but not really. Yeah. What? White House. <laughs> like there's just a weird, like the tone where you want to leave it open that maybe that wasn't your final. Yeah. But uh, Amy's now got one. That She's on the board. Yeah. Nice job. All right, Amy. Amy's the winner this week. Thank you very much. Hey, I do want to mention the CMAs one more time. That happened on Wednesday night. Uh, so we had events leading up to it that a lot of us went to. Um, Abby was 
I saw you, by the way, on the red carpet, and your post was walk the red carpet as an artist for the first time. And I thought that was great. Did you see that lunchbox? She didn't walk the red carpet. Oh. There's no chance. <laughs> then she was like, I'm just kidding. I was behind the scenes. <laughs> but you but technically, right? I mean, technically. You nailed it. I can say that. <laughs> just so what happened, because I've heard from a couple people that lunchbox was a little too ASCII at the CMA remotes when yes. it came to free stuff. He's kind of out of control. What happened? Okay, so I went to the bathroom, and it was like in between interviews we were doing... And he was talking to the people working there and he was asking them for boxes like oh. to take home of food. And it, it was a nice spread. Food like they were feeding everybody that's working? Yeah, like artists that come in when yeah. before they do interviews and then everybody working behind the scenes, like they get that food and it's like steak, chicken, really nice sides. And there's it not a really box. really good food. Yeah, there's no boxes in sight. Like, right, it's, it's not nice to go. It's, it stays for everybody there. Right. So what was he asking? What, what do you need boxes for and how many? He asked like for five or six boxes that he so he could take them home because he was going to the soccer game after that. And he was like, I want to take dinner to my family. <laughs> oh my like, gosh. <laughs> Didn't did you not say that? No, I did, because they they were gonna take it down. It was uh, I think it was. A There's always are gonna take it down and throw right. it away. Were they taking it down and yeah. throw it away? They were not taking no, it down at, at a that certain point. time. They take well, yeah, it down. at a certain time, like four o'clock, <laughs> right? Okay. And so I'm still there, and I'm like, well, there's still a lot of food out there, and it's just gonna go to waste. And so, so only because it was going to waste. I'm trying to, you know, limit waste in the world. Yeah, okay. We waste so much stuff in this world, so I'm limit waste, reuse, repurpose, you recycle. That this is why. No, because you're and, getting boxes, so that's not really like that's more. No, that's waste. reuse. <laughs> it's not wasting the food. The food's just going to go in the trash. Was it embarrassing? I don't believe his whole thing about re- he wanted free stuff. Yeah, absolute- I wanted free food because we were going to the soccer game that night, and it was. Uh, Late and I was like, man, we're gonna be rushed to get dinner, so I wasn't gonna get home till like five o'clock, five fifteen. Got to get to the game, so food is already on the table. Boom, let's go. And you didn't feel weird about asking for it from? You don't really know them. You didn't pay for that. No, I don't care. Morgan, <laughs> what's the other thing? Because he was asking for free Opry tickets. Was that the? Was it Opry? What, what show was that? Do you remember? Do you guys know where Lunchbox was? Like, I'll take six tickets. Oh, oh yes, we it were was in a group text. Air Force. Oh yeah, band. it was in our group text message. The, the for... Air Force band that was in here earlier. Yes. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. so what happened? So Abby had sent out a text like, "Hey guys, does anyone want to go to the Opry to see the Air Force band?" And the first response, I'm talking seconds later, was Lunchbox saying, "Please hold six for me." I'm going to check with my crew, and I'll let you know we can six. go. Six. Hold six. That's so ridiculous. It's not like a general admission. Like, it's seats. Yeah. And we all, we would only have so many to give away. Right. Maybe six or eight total. Okay. No one else said they wanted any. I'll take six. You didn't give anyone a chance. You well, were the first still, to respond. Hey, guess what? Here we are on Friday. Still no one has said they want them. So well, yeah, because you took them all. Don't see there's a problem. And, and, and what's the six for? He has five in his family. No, so. my kids aren't going. It's going to be me and my wife. Oh. My roommate from college and his wife are in town. <laughs> Missing and, Garrett? No, uh, oh. John and Heather. Oh. And then he has his daughter and her boyfriend. They're all in town, so figure why not take him to the Opry? That's fun. And by why not, you mean you just found something free to do more than <laughs> anything else? Well, a free to do, and the Opry's one thing people love to do when they come to Nashville. But so Mostly free. Yeah, we're offered tickets, so why not take them? But you weren't offered six. Bones, when an artist says, like, I've got guest tickets, like, what does Dude, that you mean? You get one plus one. You get you plus one. Not six? Never. Okay. But if Abby is asking the whole show, two for Morgan, two for Eddie, two for me. But nobody said they wanted I think Exactly. No one said they wanted them, so I take Eddie's two and I take Morgan's two. Boom. What's the big deal? I think if you had waited a day or so and then said, hey, if nobody wants them, I'll take everybody's. Well, that's how you can even say it in the beginning. Like, yeah. hey. Or you can be quick on the draw and get there first. He said, hold six. <laughs> <laughs> like, reserve them. I did not turn in that request, what, what by do you the mean way. You- I, because that's ridiculous. Like It is ridiculous. 
Oh, I, you I, you seriously did not ask, you you seriously didn't put in the request. But did anybody else Are you reserve serious? them? No one else reserved them. Oh, no, I mean, because he could have. Well, I can't go, so he could have. Right, money. Like, what, but, what, but that's a conversation a day later to oh go. Hey, goodness. if nobody requested them. If you have extra ones, can I have them? It's not just a yell, can I have six at the beginning? I'm so confused. I wouldn't have turned in the request either immediately. Okay. I would have said, I would have waited a day and, and see if people were going to come to you and if they wanted them. In fact, you might need to make I, other plans. Yeah, I did not. I don't think you have them. I mean, that's embarrassing for, for, for Abby, though. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, embarrassed like, for Abby for not asking. Like, what? They said a few. I don't even know if they have six, honestly. Overall. That's <laughs> the thing. Yes, so they, really, you should have got a number because you offered them to everybody. What if all five of us would have replied, yeah, I'll take them? I said a few. A few. That doesn't mean like a whole lot. I was going to be what like. What did the text say? Does anybody have it? They can pull it up. Yeah. I can pull it on my phone. No, no, no. Don't, don't, don't. trust Lunchbox. Lunchbox goes into his bag phone. <laughs> Abby <laughs> said, let me know if you want to go to the Opry this Saturday night. The Air Force Band guy has a few tickets. A few. That's not even six. Right. but That's four probably because yeah. you don't do three. That's probably four total tickets. She offered it to the whole show. So who was she going to pick if we all said we wanted them? Morgan, and what was the next text? And then his follow-up. <laughs> How many minutes right after? Okay, she texted at 547, and he texted at 634. Okay, thank you. Said, put six on hold for me. I will confirm with my crew if they're in. Did you confirm? You there never confirmed. You did <laughs> never confirm. But I, I said put them on got hold. Him, Abby, got him. <laughs> never confirmed. Never heard back. Got him. Got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Sorry. You better put that request in now. Oh, hey, what? Whoa, whoa, why are you? Why, why, I wouldn't be talking to you like that. Hey. Just, exactly. Just What's going to happen if I don't? Wash your back. Yeah, wash your back. Wash your back. Do you just always look for free stuff all the time, nonstop? I mean, if it presents itself, I'm going to take it. I think in the world, if someone <laughs> offers you something, you take it. No, like, no, no, but it's not the offering because they did offer you food, but it wasn't food to take home to your family. They offered. They did me- offer a few tickets, but it wasn't six for your friends from college. Right. I do love that he's always thinking about his family, though. I, I do like. He's that not. Part. He's thinking about himself uh, because he has to spend money on yeah, them. Yeah, right. And he, I, I thought about my family. Uh, meal provided to my family yeah. keeps their stomachs fed, keeps them growing. <laughs> and if you didn't have healthy. money yourself, I go like, but. You, uh, and then this is like, hey, my friends are coming to town. They've never been to the Opry. Why not give them the experience of a lifetime? Then buy them oh. tickets or, or get some. But I was offered tickets. A few. Three. A few is three, by the way. Officially, mm. a few is three. Would you take the three and then pay for the other three? Yeah. But if they didn't sit together? That's okay. I can sit with me. Ah, that's You're, hard. I, you I guess and I the was, guys. I would sit with me. Your roommate. My roommate. <laughs> and then he can decide who the third is. And mm-hmm. then the other three sit somewhere else. That's fair. Yeah, catch up with yeah. my roommate. That'd be fun. All right. Well, anyway, thanks everybody. Oh. This up. And I mean, hey, you, know what, us, you know what's you know? funny? What? My 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 roommate is a former Marine, so he's going to sell, sell, oh. su- support a military band, and you weren't going to let him go. Oh. That's cool. Oh, oh wow, shoot. wow! I didn't realize he that. Said yeah. That. He did he even know? Know what? What what? Yeah, that we we're going to go to the Opry. Yeah. No, no, no. The military connection. Did he even know who was playing? No. Okay, exactly. So he wasn't actually. <laughs> but he yes. he did serve our country. I hope you know that. And I hope you feel good about not giving him tickets, Abby. Don't thank you for it. Abby, you should yeah, just give him you. and his person tickets. I give will. Him a pair. Give him other- Oh, he has four. He has yes. his wife, okay. his daughter, and her boyfriend. So that's four. So thank you, everybody. Okay. Thank you for serving our country, <laughs> hey, John. Everybody, at least we're consistent, you know? Mm-hmm. All right. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Miami, Florida. A 19-year-old man called a Lyft, which is the same thing as an Uber. It's a ride share. Pick him up at his house. Take him to the local store. And as he's getting out of the car, he pulls out a gun and says, Give me your car! Give me the car! Did he have his name in the app when he ordered the Lyft to begin with? Uh, so she got out of the car. He drove off. She called police, and she showed him the ride share app. They went to this house, and uh, she was able to identify him. Yeah, you're right. It's all there. All yep. his info. All the info. 
Car was parked about three houses down. I wonder if it was some sort of emergency robbery. Oh, like I need to save Where someone? I know this is a bad decision, but somebody's going to die if I don't. Like like in the movies? Like the world's going to end. Oh, like he was uh, chasing a suspect. Car. Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah. I need to get out, get out. otherwise, this guy's an idiot. <laughs> right. Can police really do that, though? What? Like if they're running after someone, hey, let me have your car, let me have your car. I don't know if they can just declare property theirs. It sounds like, based on all the movies I've seen, that yes, it could be true. But, but yeah, I, good question. I don't, maybe. I don't know the answer to that. I just want, I mean, maybe he was an undercover cop. Maybe. Oh, there yeah. are a lot of things. Yeah. That, it, it, this guy is a moron. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. We did this segment where you could ask anybody on the show for a favor. And Eddie, you asked Abby for a favor. Yeah. And the favor was? If she can watch my dog. At her house. Like my dog can go to her house and stay there for like three days. And what was her answer? She never gave me an answer. Got it. So she didn't tell you yes or no? No. Why, why, why do you need your dog to stay at her house? We're going to go out of town for a few days. And that's what she does. She's the... That's not what she does. That's, she's not a she dog. She watches your dog. Yes, because she's a friend. She watches Morgan's dog and cat. But I mean, she's not a dog watcher by trade. Right, she's friends with everyone. She's a good friend to people that have animals. Right, right. And they compensate her, and she goes by their house. Guys, it, there's nothing wrong with being a dog watcher. No, no, she, I know, but... She's but, got a skill. She's a dog watcher. No, she's not. <laughs> she's a producer. She answers phones. She yeah. is a great segment. She comes up with great ideas. for. I, I wanna, and she watches I don't, dogs. I don't want to minimize her role here, because she's a big part of this show. Right. She's not the resident show dog watcher. But she does that as well. Yeah, she's good at it, too. <laughs> Abby, so are you going to watch Eddie's dog, or can you? Is that a thing? Well, like I said, if I'm in town, I will. But Have you not talked about than, dates? Yeah, we've talked about dates. I was like, I haven't decided if I'm going home yet. Got it. I need to decide if you're not going, coming If you're up. not going home, you can stay at my house for a couple of days and watch oh, Stanley. Okay. And the dog can go to your house, too? If she's watching my Whoa, dog, then she you, has to... Did you just swoop Whoa, in? Whoa, wait I, a second. I will pick Bobby over Eddie. <laughs> Why? Day. Yeah, because you offered her ten dollars a day. Yeah, exactly. Did you offer even no, any money? No, it was free. It was oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Abby, you want to ask Eddie for a favor back? Yeah, I did. I was like, okay, if you're gonna ask me one, I do want to ask you this because so you guys know I'm learning how to play guitar and all that, and I've been going taking lessons from this guy, but I drive like thirty minutes there, thirty minutes back, and I'm paying him quite a bit. And I was like, does this make sense? I work with a guy who plays guitar. So why can't he just teach me, like, after? Oh, he's Like, stay busy. late, like, 30 minutes or so? <laughs> yeah, he's I've got a lot busy. going on. I don't know if I have time for that. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, he is. He's a pretty busy well, guy. What about you a trade? Yeah. Watch yeah. the dog, get a guitar lesson. Okay, watch the dog for three days. I'll do three days of lessons. But that's You're talking about 72 hours versus an hour and a half. Well, it is what it is, man, you know? Like, what? <laughs> trade, no. tit for tat, like they say. Yeah, that wouldn't be, no, it's like 30 minutes after work. For, for I would say 10 lessons. Oh, come wow. on. For, for three, three days. days? 10, le- 10 lessons of 30 minutes. I'll do this. <laughs> I agree. Well, no, I, I know you would do it. Let, let me let me sleep on that. Hey, while he's sleeping, Abby, if you're staying here, you should stay at our house. Okay. Oh, I'm putting that on my calendar. Well, why her. would she stay at your house? To watch the dogs. Well, she can't do both. She's going to have my you dog. You haven't even, she hasn't committed anything. Oh, boy. Right, but if I, I say not. yes to the lessons. No, you, you're on the clock. Okay. The clock starts now. I'm sleeping on it. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done. <laughs> Bye. The Bobby Bones.
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.